Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 70. We're chatting. Uh, we're actually, we're arguing in this episode because it's the debate, season four, episode 20, written and directed by one Amy Poehler. What? Yeah. She directed it? She did. And she wrote it. And mm-hmm. she was nominated for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Writer for a Comedy. This episode was triggering. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, go on, Sean. No, we haven't introduced ourselves. Well. Well, I'm Joey. I'm Haley. And I'm Sean. I thought you were gonna do i'm triggered <laughs> I missed he's chris triggered this episode chris triggered well go on sean <laughs> oh okay so you know this welcome uh we're just skipping what we're drinking and we're talking about we'll how, come back yeah you you really wanted to jump into this the uh this is you you hopped up on the diving board and, and you said waiting. watch me watch me and then you're just hopping Ooh, me, on top of it me. yeah no i was like I, I thought that you know there's formal uh things that we do here and i was you know just giving a preview to the audience that i was ready to dive in but because the diving board (laughs) yes uh no just the um behavior of our friend paul rudd playing bobby newport is so stupid and the the audience they're so stupid and you know what else is stupid michael scott is stupid so i got (laughs) i got and just, I was getting oh. hits of the office in my head. Like, why is somebody, this idiotic, getting applause? This reminds me of that other show that I don't like and triggered. Well, Michael Scott is a great salesman. So that's, that's how they explain it. That it's like, he's real dumb. He's a terrible manager. Yeah. But he's a great salesman. So that's I'm a why great they keep manager. him around. I had yeah. a staff meeting last night. I fed, fed them Olive Garden. Oh, nice. Create your endless, own pasta station. Endless uh, breadsticks? I mean... It's like looking a little it was, empty. Here's a breadstick. It was, it was catering, so there was eventually there was an end. But a uh, yeah, and I gave him little ten dollar gift cards for Christmas. To Olive Garden? No, oh. uh, to Starbucks. No. <laughs> so it Good was for one latte. <laughs> exactly. So when I got bought the pack of the gift cards, I thought each pack was five ten dollar gift cards. And so when I was put, I wrote everybody a note or I typed a note. And put the <laughs> open the gift cards, and it was ten five dollar gift cards. I'm like, man, they can't get anything from Starbucks for five bucks. So everybody you get a black coffee. Everybody put got two gift cards, totaling ten dollars. Yeah, that's fine. And I wrote a little personal note, and every staff member had their most likely to do such and such, and they laughed about it. They said it is so true. I'm like, yeah, because you do it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most embarrassing, most likely to, or most like memorable? Most memorable? I, that's a bad thing. Uh, the only one I remember is Heather's, and I told her she was most likely to hide in my office when someone is hitting on her at the front desk, because that happened, and she texted me about it. <laughs> most likely to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> most likely to volunteer to uh, guest star on a podcast and then Ooh. be too tired to show up. It, it is pretty late. Yeah, it is. It's late. I'm awake. Joey's awake. And you know why? Because you've been drinking some eggnog and rum. I certainly have. Oh, okay. 
And well, I was gonna I was gonna give a shout out to the to Market Pantry the rum eggnog oh Market Pantry eggnog and Florida Cana rum imported rum mm-hmm. which I my Spanish is failing me on Cana mm-hmm. something about flowers well yes there you go you vamp I'll figure it out well <laughs> I was gonna say seasonal drinks eggnog yeah it's fine I'm not a super fan but also at Target, which is where the eggnog came from, they have this mint chocolate milk, and I am about it. And it is very good and tasty and minty and chocolatey. And mm-hmm. that chocolate mint milk is pretty tasty. It's very tasty. Yeah. That's what he said. What? The chocolate mint milk. No, is I, very, I, I, yeah, okay, that's whatever. What <laughs> whatever. Well, Sean. You're you're on a hot roll, Haley. Haley teasing I'm that we're butter, going. I'm butter because I'm on a roll. Make like a tree and leaf. Oh, wait. Sky. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah, good, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Uh, yes, Haley <laughs> is leading the trivia. Okay. Checks notes. That's our ASMR for the episode. It's four to three. Haley is leading the trivia. Sean is losing because. <laughs> Three That's how four. it works when there's two people. He's down three to four. Let me tell you about football. Uh, he's going to tell oh. us about football as well. Because I'm losing. Uh, oh, gosh. Because the Cowboys are terrible. Yes. Yes. Uh, likewise. And... Last game I saw was pretty good. It wasn't either of those teams. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We. Anyways. Yes. We, uh, we'll, we'll get to trivia here, which is... <laughs> uh, I'm ready. The, the payoff is that the winner does not have to take a shot of Malort. Unless they just want to. Unless they just want to. Whereas the trivia master, Joey, and also the loser do have to take those shots. <laughs> no. Just the loser. Mm, and I don't know. Looking ahead here, three episodes left in the season. It could be a tie. Nah. And in that case, we'll spill over into season five for a tiebreaker. Okay. Or, or we'll do personal Joey trivia, which I'll come up with five questions on my what? own. Not about me. Disadvantage. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sean and I will both yeah. quiz you, and then however many you get wrong, you take that many shots of Malort. If, if we tie, that's what happens. That I logic think. sounds real bad. How do you feel about that, Sean? As long as it's not me taking the Malort. Uh, Sean is on board. For the Malort. I guess we need a tie now. All right. I will see to it that that does not happen. <laughs> Haley, we'll start with five points in this trivia. Uh, if you will remind the listeners at home what your respective buzzers are so they can play along. I'm Zataboo. And I'm Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. Excellent. Question number one. When they first walk into the debate room, Leslie's like, wow, this is real big. It can fit how many people? Haley? 8,000. That is incorrect. Sean. 800. That is correct. What? 800. Oh, my gosh. That's so small. Standing room only. Dang it, though. Throw in 8,000. Sean up one nothing. Mm -hmm. Question number two. Andy uh, is in charge of, well, a couple things, but I went to go get some election shirts, and then what did he do with them? Haley. Were they election shirts or just shirts? I believe they were election shirts. Okay. So as long as there's only one shirt situation, I have the answer. They then went to Wendy's and he left them there. Correct. He got them from a garage sale. (laughs) Bonus point. I don't remember that line at all. All right. 
That's when he was talking to the late. Remember they when the party first, which I don't know why Andy and April were in charge of throwing a party. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Andy, April, and Ron were tasked with throwing a party. I get the spin group. That makes sense. Yeah. Of Anne, Chris, spin team. and Tom. Perfect. Party people, zero sense. Party people. But, so the first scene that we see of the party is like this lady talking to uh, Andy and Anne. I mean, Andy and April. And... Andy's telling the story about how he got these shirts. Oh, no, she, it says like, oh, investments. Ha ha ha, investments are great. I made an investment in shirts today or recently, and then I left them out of Wendy's. And then April and Andy proceed to go. <laughs> oh, I remember that part. <laughs> and it's like, what is happening right now? Because <laughs> they were yeah. donors. They had a lot of money. Yeah, they should not have been throwing this party. Continue. Question number three. What does Leslie listen to to pump herself up? Oh, my God. Sean. Sarah McLaughlin. That song. Excellent. The side song. That damn song. I'll, I'll allow it. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. I will remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, my lover. I just forgot yeah, her name. Yes. Sarah McLaughlin. Always on the sad. Yeah. Pet commercials. Question number four. Mm-mm. Andy acts out three different movies during this episode for the folks that came to watch the debate. What is the first one that he acts out? Sean. Roadhouse. That is correct. Dang it. <laughs> I'm, glad you didn't, I'm glad you did the first one. <laughs> I know both of the other ones. What are they? Rambo and Babe. Very good. Oh, I forgot about and Babe. And then Rambo again. He does another Rambo after. The, the hot closing. <laughs> the Babe where it cuts to Donna. <laughs> Her only lines in the whole show. She's crying. He goes, you have to see it. She goes, I think I just did. (laughs) Question number five. This one is... mm, No, I'll keep it simple. Uh, What is the name of the Twitter user that poses a question during the debate? Sean. Was it Meat Munch? Oh, very close. Damn it. Very close. Haley, any guesses? Twitter was new for them because I just... yeah. They didn't go into Twitter for a for a live a question. Last question. I don't know, but munch. Very close. It was Munch Meat 2015. Uh, so yeah. So Sean, tying it up. We tied it up. I won. I don't like that. You did. You won three to one. Oh. Although nice. I definitely got two bonus points. Haley did get two bonus points, which counts as one bonus point. So Sean wins three to two. <laughs> oh, so this episode. That's not how bonus points work. This triggering <laughs> Trivia, episode. they do. Yes, yeah. this triggering episode. So the episode wasn't bad itself. It was the behavior of two individuals by the name of Tom and Bobby. That was just pissing me off. And I was speaking during. I, re- I don't speak that much during the episode, but I think I was answering questions that the uh, characters could not hear me. You you openly cackled at Tom's sadness at one point. <laughs> you do speak to Anne. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah. It's more, show, more like a lust after Anne. The show doesn't have know, to be it's, on. Sometimes it's not words. Loving yeah. comments spoken to Anne. <laughs> so it's the debate, and they're ready. And Leslie has uh, repeated her opening line, opening statement several times. She's here. For Pawnee and something, Bobby's here to buy it or something. Yep. Whatever. She's here to earn your vote. Bobby Newport's here to buy it. And there's three other candidates. There's a porn star named Brandy Max with four X's. I've never watched 
four quadruple that's porn <laughs> i thought it only went well sean we've got some right here for you to live react to <laughs> um and we find out that all of her films are based on books yeah and she's done 400 this year alone yeah unclear what month it is well the first time she stars on the show she says she's only been in the adult film industry for a couple months yeah and she did 200 films yeah at that point so i wonder if she's a real porn star i'm on it anyways she is not oh you you were already look it up yeah there's several guest stars (laughs) in this episode most notably i thought at least as a fan of friday night lights we have buddy garrity oh that's what you were talking about yeah that's why i yelled out buddy garrity when he was on there whose actual name is brad leland he plays Fester Trim, and uh, Mara Marini <laughs> plays Brandy Max. That's She's a Canadian a actress. Name. Which one, Fester Trim? Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize that. What? <laughs> oh, Chris is sure gonna love that. Uh, Friday Night Lights. Yes. Reference and the show. Yes. Fester Trim. Clear eyes. N- and and football. Yes, that is the correct. Full hearts. That's it. Can't lose. I like how uh, Fester Trim is basically Buddy Garrity from the show, but way more into assault rifles. So Fester Trim is the the gun guy. He, uh, you know, restricts it to just assault rifles. Like he is pretty open to weaponry in general. That is true. Concealed grenades. Yeah, and at movie theaters. No, they were, they were like gas bomb grenades, weren't they? I don't know. He talks about several different types of weaponry. Him putting. The uh, assault rifle on the car, and it'll <laughs> automatically shoot whoever tries to break it. That made me laugh. Mm-hmm. But the rest of his nonsense, I was like... That was in response to Munchmeat 2015's <laughs> query about, can you help me find my car? One time he said, I have no opinion on that issue. Ask someone else, that which was, I did like. That's probably the abortion one, right? He didn't want to talk about that? Yeah, I don't know, because it didn't seem like anyone else kind of jumps around about lot, abortion yeah. either, so it's yeah. weird. But yeah, he um, this episode... Another reason why it's triggering, triggering, why it was triggering, yeah, keep that in there, is because it was was pretty representative of today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And um, I can foresee a debate in the future where this would be the case. Um, Purd was, Purd was triggering. Motherfucker. Like, oh. Sean hates Purd. Oh my God. Why is he? Personally, I find him charming. Leslie only has 20 seconds. what you seconds. would say right now <laughs> if you thought something was charming. Per Sean is pacing back and forth. <laughs> he, huh. Okay, let me get my hands off my hips. <laughs> per Give me some finger wagging. <laughs> Leslie had 20 <laughs> seconds to answer a question about the park system. Purred. Yeah, this one did piss me off. And then, so Per. <laughs> No, okay, it was more than 20 seconds, but he interrupted her to tell her she had 20 seconds left. And when he was done telling her she had 20 seconds left, she had no time left. Purd. Ooh. <laughs> Purd sucks. Um, so basically this debate, uh, yeah, there's the assault rifle guy, there's a porn star, there's an animal rights activist. And Enrico De La Rosa. That's the animal rights guy? Yes. Was there anybody else? Am I missing anybody? Nope. Just Leslie and Newport. Just Fester, Brandy, and Manrico. <laughs> And then Leslie and Poppy. <laughs> These names. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Leslie came in here with a plan. She came up with an opening statement attacking Bobby Newport. Uh, didn't go off so well with the crowd because it was kind of mean. And I guess they kind of... what's Well, because Bobby immediately went, Leslie, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> 
And so then everyone sympathized. This is a, a debate, fam. You got to be ready. This is this is how you do this. So everything, everybody's just eating up what Bobby says. I do love Paul Rudd in this role. Like he plays this character it, it's, so he, well. It's like Paul well. Rudd in general. Yeah. yeah, like very charismatic. He's like kind of cute and silly, and very stupid. Like not <laughs> should not be in a debate. Like Newport is not equipped for this, but he is just kind of like you know lighthearted in general and always enthusiastic and positive. He's, he's very happy-go-lucky. Yeah, he's not answering the questions. No, he's not. He has no place in this debate. Like he shouldn't be there, but. But the- as a person, if you discount, if you're like, oh, he's not really in the debate. Like, he's a funny. I'd love to hang out with him. Yeah. Because he, like, you know, he invited fun. everybody to their lake house after the debate. Like, and yeah, it'd be fun. But and he's he a cheerleader for here. everyone else too. Like and he's so- like, oh, I love what you're saying. <laughs> he did do that. But I did, he doesn't belong in that position. No, he doesn't. So that's why it made me mad. Because that's why it reminded me of Michael Scott. Because does not belong in that position. Right. So that's why I got mad. And also, uh, so Ron and Andy and April are throwing a debate party for the donors to Leslie's campaign. Uh, at their house, like at the house of Andy, Andy and April, April and uh, Ben. Ben Ben's at the debate with uh, backstage with Jennifer and talking shit. Uh, but yeah, at this party... Uh, they're doing doing the, they're doing the party stuff. <laughs> Ron cooked a bunch of slabs of meat. They're doing a terrible job too. <laughs> Ron and Ron gave the I guess the toast the opening toast and hey y'all donated money so I give y'all all these slabs of meat so y'all can donate more money. Basically, that's not the exact quote, but that basically essentially. That's what he said. <laughs> and then at the end he says Ron Swanson and yeah. walks away. Yeah, the level of like ineptitude throwing this party is Newport level of what is happening. Yeah. They should not be there doing that. And so the the debate starts. Well, no, the it's about to start and they cut on the TV and the TV says no cable. And then Andy laughs like, "Who forgot to pay the cable bill?" and he laughs and it was him. Yeah. And so that's why he decides to act out those three movies. Roadhouse, Rambo, and Babe uh, to keep them entertained while the debate's going. I don't know why them people didn't leave. I mean, I know why Donna didn't leave because she was all Yeah, he really got him with Babe. And and it was very funny. He was doing a really... Chris Pratt was doing a really good job acting that out, acting out movies. I never seen Roadhouse or Rambo, so I didn't know what was happening. What, What was he doing at the end? Wasn't he doing a different movie? Babe? No, the very end, like the last scene. I thought he went back to... He went back to Rambo. Yeah, he was doing Rambo too, but I thought the the closing one was different. Where he kicked the TV? No, that was just in celebration. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was. That's why they were playing outside. Catch Your Dream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Continue. Uh, yeah, and so there's no cable, and Ron's just sitting there eating, and April's like, "Ron, help us!" So Ron, uh, after you know, uh, Andy has done two movies. Ron decides, all right, I'm going to do something. He goes outside and steals the cable. He plans on paying them back. He climbs up the pole, and I tell him, I don't know if he can hear me from the living room, but I say, Ron, don't die. But Haley reassured me that he will be in the next episode, so he does not die. Because of that reassurance. Yeah. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, the spin team, fucking Tom. And why are they together? It doesn't make sense. Like, why are they trying to make this work? Whoever the writer is, I guess it was Leslie. Leslie. But she broke them up. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they break up again. For uh, real this time. We'll see. But because uh, Tom gave Anne a shout out on the radio, gave her full name. That's a weird shout out too. Full name told everybody that she worked for the government and they got to second base. At a club. Yeah. And so she threw him out the office. And they were very sweaty. And is Tom is so stupid. He doesn't know why this is wrong. Why does he keep doing this? I just get nervous. That's not an excuse. No, it's not. Not an excuse. So they're broken up and Chris Traeger is all into Anne again. And I think I recognize it from the opening. I don't know what happened. They were high-fiving a lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. So Chris Tra- Traeger's about about it. And he asked Anne out. But uh, he was kind of thinking about it last episode too. I oh, think. at the end when he yeah. saw her walking, um, he so he asked her out, but says, "Oh, don't don't answer that question." So she's like, "Okay," and then they have to do the whole spin thing together while he, this is like weighing on their minds. And Tom saw Tom saw Chris ask Ann out, and so he's all sad again with flowers. He asked April for advice. April said. Stop doing stupid shit, basically. She didn't mm-hmm. use those exact words. Uh, but yeah, so that's going on. The debate's And then going Ron, on. I mean, not Ron. Uh, Tom is doing a terrible job spinning because he's, he's all, in his all jealous and upset. And so every time... That's when s- I laughed at him. Yeah, he was just really not helping Leslie out at all. Also, everyone in this episode says Leslie, very dramatically. Leslie. Okay. Yeah. Not the Z sound, the S sound. Mm-hmm. They really wanted us to know in this episode that she has less lean up. Hmm. So the debate's going. Bobby's winning because people are and Pawnee are stupid and they're just eating up everything he says. But Leslie starts to make a comeback when Bobby mentions that his he has a maid that cleans up his room all the time when he was growing up. And Leslie pretty much said... We need to do clean up ourselves. We need to do the work ourselves. And she started getting people on her side. But uh, her name's Jennifer, right? The campaign manager for Bobby. She told or sometimes Jessica. Jen Barkley. Jen. Jen Barkley tells uh, Ben, well, we got to ace up. Because she's not paying attention to the debate at all. She's just all up in her phone. And Ben asks her, like, hey, are you? do you even want to win? Like, oh, She's like, oh, we're going to win. We, we got an ace. We got an ace. Of spades? <laughs> oh, I will continue. Um, <laughs> oh, and she wants to know about Chris. Oh, yeah. She wants to know She's the single size. and is his penis normal? <laughs> yeah, not the size. Is it normal? And he said, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, Ben's like, get out. <laughs> uh, so Ben, no, but not Ben. Bobby's ace in the hole was in his closing statement. He said that if Leslie, Leslie, if Leslie wins uh, the election, then Sweetums will be forced to move to Mexico, costing Pawnee several jobs and candy. So people lose their minds. No, no, it can't happen. Even Leslie's mad about it. But then they take a break and she comes back and she's like, 
Um, well, and he says if he wins, that he might be able to convince them to stay. <laughs> it's not even a guarantee. Yeah, this is weird. What kind of ace in the hole was this? But, but people are like up in arms. Do you remember what Leslie said? Because I don't. When she comes back? I remember a gist of what she said, but it was pretty powerful because they got the cable to work at the uh, house. Yeah, Ron got right it right on time for Leslie's statement. She basically says she loves Pawnee. If she seems harsh sometimes, it's just because she's so passionate. If she seems serious, it's because she believes that these are serious issues. If she seems up in arms, it's because it's a town worth fighting for. Like basically that kind of message. Uh, And then she wins over the audience. And then Bobby's like, oh my God, Leslie, that's amazing. He's like, yeah. is congratulating her over the microphone. And then she kind of gives him a look like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? But <laughs> but thank you. This is a debate. Yeah. She channels her inner Kendrick. She starts by saying she's mad. But she ain't stressed. <laughs> I didn't know how long your pause would be there. <laughs> <laughs> long enough to make it awkward. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, uh, Leslie drops that bomb and everybody's celebrating at the house when Andy kicks the TV. And and turns down Chris. He says, this ain't going to work. So Chris says he's going to go run some stairs because he's full of emotion at the moment. Is he sad? Uh, But. That was Tom coming in immediately. Sorry. (laughs) And Tom asks, oh, so you dumped in, so we're getting back together? She's like, nah, fam. But then Uh, she. And then Sean says, yes. But she left the door open. I don't know. Yes. No, I, I might never date again. So was, or maybe just don't date people you work with. Right. Come on, Anne. Or just Anne. don't date this motherfucker. Yeah. There's options, Anne, and they're not all in the government slash parks department. Right. I mean, I'm in the parks department. Well, that is it, true. And so. I just, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I meant to say the Pawnee Parks Department. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant to Austin say. Austin Parks Department is wide open, yeah, though, like Sean's arms could... to hug Anne. And my legs. What? You know. Power stance from John. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Ah, Those are, boy. That is the episode. The Proud of you. Episode. Proud of you. And then Bobby invites everyone to a party at his dad's lake house because he's so excited that they accomplished their goals. He's looking for people to invite. Like, a fish. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> when he runs backstage and like, doesn't know which way to go. Ah, some good physicality there. Truly is. Yeah, get caught up in Oh, Sean is ready for it. <laughs> for what? The top five. Yeah, get caught up in that. Top five. It's my turn for the top five this week. And I'm excited. Sean Sean's excited for this. I hope it lives up to the hype. But are you going to uh channeling our do inner it? Andy? No. Ah, no, 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 it's no. not great for radio, but no no no. I know, I know. <laughs> channeling our inner Andy, uh five movies that I think I'd be able to act out convincingly. M- convincingly and get the the plot across to you. I uh, I'm not gonna say I know all of these movies hundred percent, like every single nuanced line and everything, but eh, pretty pretty much. Yeah. We can make it happen. And as a bonus, I'll share a favorite line or scene. From okay. the movie. Sean, I need my uh, my number. His. You, oh, I thought no, you were no. going to do it. <laughs> I kind of was, and then I was like, no, nah, Sean's got it. Number four! 
five. <laughs> Number five is Best in Show, which is a wonderful movie from 2000, uh, directed huh. by Christopher Guest. Uh, stars many people you know in it. Parker Posey, Jane Lynch. Levy? What is it about? It's about Eugene dog? Levy, Catherine O'Hara. Um, yes, it's, it's about, about a dog show. But it's, it's very good. It's from like... That group did a bunch of movies around that time. So there's like A Mighty Wind, Best in Show. Spinal Tap was the OG. There's another one too, though. When did it come out? Um, 2000. I feel like okay. Rat Race was kind of part of that. Parker Posey. Rat Race is not part of that. I know, but I feel like it's like a similar sort of thing. But there's another one. What's the other one? Mascots came out not too long ago. That's true. Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. I've never cool. heard of these movies. They're, yeah. Well. Anyway, go ahead. Sean. Number four. Oh, I was gonna say oh, my favorite. Your, my yeah. favorite oh, okay, part sorry, is just, just any Fred Willard line. Fred Willard no, no, plays an announcer in uh, Best in Show, and just every line he has is fantastic. Uh, one of my favorites is when he asks the nurse, uh, "Do you know the difference between a rectal thermometer and a tongue depressor?" And she goes, uh, "No." And he's like, "Well, remind me to never get a physical from you." <laughs> hey. <laughs> I thought it was going to be dirtier. But that's, that's, that's <laughs> I think good. it's just rated PG. It's, it's nothing too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> number four. <laughs> Very soft number four. <laughs> uh, the Other Guys, which I feel like is probably the Will Ferrell and Adam McKay vehicle that people recognize the least because there's Anchorman. All right. Step Brothers. Talladega Nights. Anchorman 2. That's a lot. The Other Guys is often overlooked it's the other guys but a very funny movie mark Wahlberg's finest role for yeah. sure uh because he what would you say is his finest role sean oh did he win a he got nominated for when he was that fighter was it the fighter oh and the fighter yeah, yeah. he was pretty good in that is too he in the... i was he's, upset okay he okay was Mickey Ward. yeah was i remember Bale those he was the brother so he is in that christian bale, okay. Okay. bale was yeah. also great in the movie. christian bale was terrific in that mark Wahlberg was fine i felt like he was playing himself <laughs> okay <laughs> also that movie the the trailer uh played almost the full song of uh dropkick murphy's song the warrior's code which is about mickey ward and then in the movie it's in there for like three seconds and i was all excited oh. to sing along didn't get to anyway favorite part of the other guys is uh not even mark Wahlberg or will ferrell it's when i uh, <laughs> The Rock and Samuel oh L. Jones. So it's within the first three minutes? No, it's, it's like 15 minutes. It in. is the best part of the movie. It though. is pretty yeah. good when they're they're aiming for the bushes and they just the, jump right off the roof to their death. First time it's I so saw unexpected. that movie, I was so confused. I was like, <laughs> what are we watching? Is this the same? Because I was like, I thought this movie was like with welfare. Because the whole first scene, they're not. It's it's, it's just yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne Johnson. Like they're the only. Pe- and you're same. just like, what is way. happening? And then who's the chief? Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he keeps dropping TLC references so without realizing it. Yeah. Also, anyway. Desk Pops. <laughs> what a great movie. No, Joey it's not loves, a thing. Joey loves the other guys. I do. It's so wonderful. Could you do the part where him and. Ava Mendez are running back and forth. Did you know every <laughs> All the filthy lines. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably improv some of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be fine. Very gross. Number three. Number three. We've got Christmas right around the corner, and we're going to stick with a Will Ferrell vehicle, which is Elf. 2004 comedy. Zoe Deschanel's finest role. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's finest role. Uh, outside of the intro to New Girl. It's a toss-up between both of us. 
I've never seen Elf. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> one you of have, Joey's other You've only favorites. seen one of the three that you just discussed right now. What's the first one you said? Best in Show. Oh yeah. Sean, we're going to have to, we're going to have to get you up to speed on I've all I've already forgotten. Good uh, thing trivia is not repeat Joey's top five. That is, oof, you'd, you'd all lose. Uh, Elf is very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Snowball fight is my favorite scene. It's pretty good. Which is, he just rapidly throws a bunch of snowball fights. I also like the line, you sit on a throne of lies when he's calling out a department store Santa for not being the real Santa. Mm-hmm. Also great. Uh, There's no singing at the North Pole. Yes, there is. <laughs> North Pole. Great. Yes, there is. We sing all the time. Great cameo from Bob Newhart as well. Yeah. That's Papa Elf. Mm-hmm. I, that is a great scene when he's contradicting everything that the department store guy is saying. He's like, no, we do do that at the North Pole. <laughs> no, I'm an elf. I know. Also, my favorite line in the other guys. I, I know. I'm swinging back. It's a good move. It is. No one leaves my house without having sex with my wife. That's what it is. <laughs> they were raunchy. Yeah. Who was yes. that actress? I can't even remember. Eva Mendes? No, no. Christine Brinkley. Yes. Well, no, that wasn't her. It's what? I don't no, know who I'm, it is. Yeah. So wh- whatever name you say, I'll say yes. Excellent. Yeah. Um, no, it's his like ex-girlfriend. They have to go to her house to pick something up or whatever. And then her new husband is all oh. trying to get Will Ferrell to have sex with his wife. And then they leave without doing that. And he's angry and he chases them down the street and yells, <laughs> no one leaves my house without having sex with my I, wife. I do not remember. Oh, it's very strange. <laughs> that movie. Yes. <laughs> Two. Number two is another movie I don't believe Sean has seen, which is That Thing You Do. Oh, you know I Featuring all of the Hankses. Yes, Tom Hanks' directorial debut. Featuring Colin Hanks, although Colin pretty much gets clipped out of the regular movie. He's in the director's cut. He is. With a little bit of a longer. And then Liv Tyler. Yeah. Is not Tom Hanks' daughter. I didn't say she was. I oh, said, Rita Wilson, you a... mean. Yeah, is she in She it? is in there, yeah. Yeah, when, though? Tom Hanks' wife. She plays no, no. a jazz lounge bartender. Yeah, and then she also... Is that only in the uh, director's cut, too? No, it's in the movie. When she drops him off? Yeah. And then, no, when she and... You can act out this whole movie. When she and Tom Hanks have... Yes, yes. we could both do it right now. Okay. <laughs> when she and Tom Hanks have that exchange, that's in the director's cut. Where they, like... Have the witty little banter. I feel like they still have a little bit. I think it's extended. It's extended. Tom and Hanks' more character explicit. is uh, gay homosexual, and, the, and you don't know it yeah. as much in the uh, like in the movie cut, but you do know it in the director's cut. Like it goes more into. And that. Sean will appreciate this. His date is Howie Long, really former NFL legend. Yes, Howie was down. Yeah, I mean, he was for the yeah yeah eighty thousand dollar appearance fee. Yeah, that's cool. It was fun. Yeah, to do the plot of that movie, you just say I am Spartacus a bunch of times and then like that's true. The movie. And wear sunglasses, spin yeah. the uh the drumstick in your fingers. Ride a roller coaster. Is this movie a musical or No, it's about no. a band though. Okay. It's about a band that writes a hit song. Mm. One and hit then wonder. They become they're like a local band and then they become famous. They tour the whole country. It's very well Tom done. Hanks it's Tom Hanks' directorial debut. He's wonderful. And he He's won great. Best Director. Uh, I don't know. I don't believe he did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I am sure that he did not. Best also, acting in a movie with your spouse and or child. That's yes. what he wants. Steve Zahn uh, is very funny in it as well as Lenny, I like, the guitarist. I think they all do a good job. They all do a terrific job at their roles. But Steve Zahn has the funniest lines, including... 
Are you crazy? A man in a really nice camper wants to put our song on the radio. I'm signing. You're signing. We're all signing. And I feel like he's kind of, he's always being sarcastic the whole movie. So I feel like he's kind of being sarcastic, but also very serious. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, is a nice camper. And then he feeds them a, like some brown sludgy soup or and something. And quite well delivered. That guy's in a football movie too, I think. The camper guy. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Friday Night Lights the movie. Thomas Jeffrey Hanks. That's Tom Hanks' middle name. Now we know. I did not know. Also, but that thing you know. do, one of his finest roles outside of the Carla Rae Jepsen music video for I Really Like You. Yeah, but I actually don't think he did that great of a job in that video. I was thinking of that the other day. I oh, love that he's in it. someone mentioned Thanksgiving. I was like, they didn't do the music video. Last ah. I love well, that he's in bad. it, but I, I, I actually didn't think he did a great job. No. I his best part is when he says he's pregnant. Role. Yeah, that's fun. I feel like he might have <laughs> had like Batch some sort of injury or something during. Like I don't know. I feel like he's that moving weird. Lit, I was worried for him in that. Video. During the dancing throughout his back. What do you think's his finest role, Sean? Uh, Castaway. Nice. And well, it's tough because he Dope. didn't win an Academy Award for Castaway though. So well, so. you gotta. He you gained all that. So. He lost all that Seventy-five-year-old judge and had to talk to a volleyball. For hours. That ball to... has a name, Sean. Yeah, know. Wilson. And he made me believe it. <laughs> yeah. But either one of those two. Like, if if Force comes on TV, I will have a hard time changing the channel just because I want to remember what he did. <laughs> like, oh, he went to Vietnam. Oh, he won a ping pong tournament. So you would not no. be able to act that movie out? No. Great but soundtrack, though. Force Gump? Force Gump, yeah. Force Gump, you can't act out or cast away. I feel I like Castaway is pretty... Really? It's straightforward. I'm not Castaway just go in a bathtub. Hey, lady, I like you. I like you, too. Okay, I'm going on a plane. Oh, no, my plane is crashing. Now I'm stranded on this island. I have to open all these gifts slowly over time. One of them's a roller skate. I'm going to take my tooth out with this roller skate. I'm going to lose I a bunch see. of weight. Eventually, I'm going to get found by this thing. Oh, no, my wife already got married to someone else, and I was going to propose to her, and I did propose to her the day before my flight, and it was a whole thing. But now she's married to someone else, but I'm saved. But they're going to give me my job back. And there's this one package that had wings on it. And I'm going to return it to the owner. And here it is. Number one. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's... I haven't seen any of these movies. <laughs> let's cut in a spoiler. Number one. <laughs> uh, this one I know Sean has seen because we all saw it together. Ah. And everybody get up. It's time to jam now. Honey, get up. We had cereal, too. Or is it a time to slam now? Man, I didn't even just F that up. Did I say raisin? Welcome to Yeah, we had cereal him. whilst we were watching. On, At ahead. Alamo. Yeah, that was, a pretty fun, that was a pretty fun time. We went to the Alamo Draft House here in Austin. They had, what, 15 cereals up at the yeah. front and a bunch of milk. You just poured your own. I had Rice Krispie Treat cereal. I don't remember what kind I had. It was uh, quite... The lactose. <laughs> yeah. Sean was moaning through the final third of the movie. Just, oh. The movie's quicker than I remember when I was little. Like, it, it flies by. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, fast pace. This is a great movie. Brisk like, 93 minutes. I don't think... It, it doesn't have very high ratings with the critics, but... No, it's pretty uh, pretty. Then moderate. why are they making a sequel? LeBron James. Later, yeah, because LeBron James. LeBron. I do think the acting will probably be better in the second one. I think it'll be more on par with uh, Uncle Drew. <laughs> which i still need to see which i did see some of that acting's real bad reggie miller i feel like tries to have an an old man voice for one line and then he just gives, he gives it up. and it just sounds like reggie miller the rest of the 
I did like Chris Webber a lot. Chris Webber and Lisa Leslie both very good in that movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder Perhaps why. So do you remember the first Uncle Drew commercial where he was Kyrie was Uncle Drew? Yeah, he's like undercover. I don't yeah. remember yeah. any of those. You remember who the next character was? It was Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you remember. I was like, why come Ke- old Kevin Love's not in it? But I guess he didn't want to do it anymore. Maybe that was like right around when Kyrie was leaving the Cavs, right? Yeah, was yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie relationship was on the first cat. Was no, 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 because Kyrie, Kyrie got the coach fired. He didn't leave the Cavs. <laughs> so Kyrie was early on with the Cavs, and Kevin Love was still with the Timberwolves when uh, when he did it. I remember. Look it up. There's videos. But anyway, Space Jam. Lots of great. <laughs> Uh, lines that I appreciate more as an adult, uh, such as when Bill Murray comes in to the game at the end and uh, the head monster who's voiced by Danny DeVito says, whoa, 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 I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. <laughs> didn't get it as a kid. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense as an adult because they're both in, both in Ghostbusters. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really get the, as a kid, the amount of pain he's in when uh, after he plays mm, one yeah. possession. <laughs> but man, I understand now. Oh my God. Also, Bugs Bunny gets an erection, I believe, when uh, Lola Bunny comes and he just goes completely stiff. Yeah. Well, his body wasn't. That's an a little, yeah, that's a little lie. Uh, well, PG 13 there, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the best line in that movie, Bill Murray. When I. Uh, <laughs> they're playing golf. <laughs> they're playing golf, and Bill Murray says that he can't, uh, he wants to play in the NBA. Michael Jordan says no, and he goes, it's because I'm white. Isn't it? And Michael Jordan goes, no, Larry's white. But Murray says, Larry's not white. Larry's clear. Still makes me laugh as an adult, as it did as a kid. Update. Elizabeth Hanks is also in that thing you do, which I was thinking earlier, but couldn't remember her name. Who does she play? I don't know. Someone? Hmm. What, I'm supposed to know that too? Let me look. What? Seeing a Space Jam as an adult made me realize that the dog, Charles, knocks over an entire door to get to... Also, how does he get in the closet? (laughs) Just waiting there. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Uh, Very realistic film. Well, thank you for the top five. You're welcome. (laughs) So I realized something. She is Bored Girl in Dress Shop. That's her her name? That's her cast? Mm -hmm. In Forrest Gump, she's School Bus Girl. Those are her only two roles, right? No, she's in four oh, things. Dang. She's in uh, Big City Greens. Uh, she plays Angelina or Angelina. Uh, it said she was in four things, but this only shows three. Well, that's a oh, teaser for next episode or right now. Her, <laughs> she plays, plays herself in Beyond the Marquee. Perfect. Cool. Glad we got that. Quick story. <laughs> Quick story. Uh-huh. So back in... Back in... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I wanted to do... No! A, I wanted to do an honorable mentions for my... Oh, that's right. That's five, right. Which is the rush hour of bloopers. Yes. Let's act out all of... Especially when Jackie hurts himself. <laughs> Jackie again. No, that's all... That's the best part. That's when... <laughs> Jackie, uh, open the door. <laughs> Chris Tucker can't say his name. <laughs> okay, Chris Tucker. <laughs> I also like the blooper where Jackie's like, we must go. Chris Tucker's like, you're right, man. Let's go tell him. Show your ass. 
Also, very. It's a rabbit hole. Very, very uh, underrated line from Rush Hour is when he he gives Jackie his. I'm sorry, he gives Lee his uh, ID and says, "If anything goes wrong, like show them this." And it shows it's Chris Tucker with an afro, and Jackie goes, "This will never work. I'm not six one. I'm not six one." You also not fly. Very well done. Yes. Well, that's the what? obvious no, part. I, Sean. What, that's why Sean? it's a funny, underrated line. Because Sean stands up and says, "You're also not black," and it's very uncomfortable. And then Jackie goes, "Oh." <laughs> no, Jackie but wouldn't says, it be funny to please be put your that clothes person back on. that like is so naive to the joke that? Yes. Anyways, <laughs> but, yeah, it would be great to be that person. But to know, but to be acting like you're naive to that joke. Anyways, well, next time rush hours in theaters. You can go. Yeah, apparently, there's going to be one. And yell. I'm not Rush Hour 4? I think they're making one. Also, update. Rush Hour 4 stuck in traffic. Chet Hanks, most attractive Hanks child. Wasn't he the failed rapper? I don't know, but boy. Like, compare him to Collins. I mean. <laughs> he looks sleepy. He looks like coked out Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that. Never mind. What Eminem always hot. looks like? Um, I mean, Eminem's hot. Yeah, for sure. What is that story? Oh, <laughs> we've really derailed you. I'm sorry, Sean. How about this one? <laughs> Looks more like Eminem there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because he's wearing a. He does. White, but I'm just saying, white. like, hold on. Let me show you all the Hanks brothers. I together. mean, this is great audio. Yes, it is. <laughs> People can go home and look at the Hankses and say, this is Colin. He's kind of a dork. Yeah, I know what Colin Hanks looks like. I watched that bad season of Dexter. I thought you were going to say Jumanji. And Jumanji. He's in the new Jumanji or the old Jumanji? He's in the new Jumanji. I've never he's seen a, the new Jumanji. He's, oh. uh, well, I guess that's... Jack Black's finest role. Can I spoil it? Actually, I'm, I'm Jack gonna, Black I'm, is so good in I'm it. I'm going to see okay, new Jumanji. The, I will yeah. not They tell watched you. it over Thanksgiving. It was on. It, it wasn't the very beginning where I caught it. So I was like, no, I can't see. So I ran away. <laughs> he has a pretty small <laughs> role. ran right through a glass sliding door. <laughs> he has a pretty small role in, um, in, uh, in it. Story. This is the other one. That relates to the Parks and Rec. The kids are baby. In 2010. So chat. Okay. I graduated from the University of Miami. The Woo, U. Woo, congrats. With a, with a master's Woo. degree. Couldn't get a job. Oh. Uh, Same. And so I went home and I was on my parents' couch from August to January when I finally got a job. With- <laughs> and he finally stood up. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got a job with City of Austin, but so when I was li- living at home, uh, applying for jobs every day, and just were you applying uh, only in the Austin area or other places too, or primarily uh, here? primary Texas, but not okay. just Austin. Cool. I wanted Austin, mm-hmm. uh, but and you got it. I, I applied for a job in Florida too. Like, yeah, <laughs> Joey's making a face. Um, during this time, I'm watching cartoons because uh, that's what I do. Y'all are aware. Yes. Um, and I'm watching all the cartoons that are on in the middle of the day. Uh, <laughs> one of the cartoons <laughs> that I got into was Avatar The Last Airbender, and it's now the greatest show ever. Uh, but another show that was on Nickelodeon was called... Damn it. Guess. Joey, guess. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. No, more but obscure, great show. More niche? More niche? No, just more current, maybe? More current, Sean? What is this, 2011? No, I guess this was a while ago. Uh, Dora. Speaking uh, of, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. Phineas and Ferb. But the Dora movie is legit. Like, see the Dora movie. It looks the trailer's good. Yeah, 
Um, I was pleasantly surprised by how good this was. So one cartoon that I got into was called The Mighty Bee. It was about this. You should definitely. Would never have guessed that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were not on track. Um, You think I'd like it, it, though? I think you'd like it um, because it's about a Girl Scout. Um, (gasps) And um, what I didn't realize until this weekend when I was like, what was that show called? The Mighty Bee? It is voice created and directed by Amy Poehler. Nice. I was like, what? She's she's the bee who's mighty? She is mighty bee. Her name is Bessie, but her name is mighty bee. And she's a cow. Yes. But she's like the smartest, the bestest, and... But she sometimes she tries too hard and it backfires on her, and it's, it's a great kind show. of a Leslie character. Yeah, yeah. And she has. I think my favorite part was she uh, made an imaginary friend out of her finger. She drew a smiley face <laughs> on her finger, and um, finger is very is a normal charming friend. Mm-hmm. But when finger was like evil one episode. <gasps> oh no! And it had like a French mustache. So instead of the name being <laughs> finger, his name was finger. And it was hilarious. <laughs> the only way she got rid of Finger was she dove into a pool and the ink washed off. And so Finger was gone. Oh, good. <laughs> Check I out the show. It. It's pretty funny. Um, and I didn't know Amy Poehler did it until I looked recently. it up recently. Nice. Another show I like is The Bee in Apartment 23. Joey also likes this show. James Vanderbeek in his finest role. That's himself. For real. As himself, who's the friend How of... many seasons did that have? Just two. Two? Okay. Oh, it was canceled, canceled way before yeah. its time. So did uh, The Mighty Bee. Oh, no. <laughs> Similar this is 2010. Bee, bee Top five shows things. canceled before their time. Freaks and Geeks. Bee in Apartment 23 and The Mighty Bee. We've got three of them. We'll just think of two also more. Also, Happy Endings. That show's so good. Okay. Now we just need one more. Oh. Well, apparently... I mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nine before it was revived. That's true. Oh, Santa Clarita Diet. Since eight. Definitely American canceled Vandal. before its no, time. Two seasons was fine. Um uh that one I like Sweet Vicious and also um mm, there's another one too. Chowder. Yeah. The girl who plays the bee is also Jessica Jones, which apparently all of those were canceled too because Disney stream or whatever. Yeah, and then Sony after something, Daredevil yeah. and Jessica Jones, the others weren't all that great. I so. know, but Jessica Jones is the B. Right, in Apartment 23. 23. Well, wrapping, uh, we wrapping back <laughs> into Parks and Rec here. <laughs> Sean, you gotta good. guess what the next episode's about. Uh-oh. Oh. Is it about the staff meeting I did last night? I don't know, tell uh, us about it. With the Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> we had some discussions oh. about characters, including my bully. Did you have to let people go? No, I'm not no. letting anybody go. <laughs> the At the end of the holiday party, after giving them the gift cards, he said, and you're fired, and you're fired. <laughs> and, and three people have a special flame on their gift cards. Me that means anything. they are fired. So they're all gone. Because where was my gift? Well, when I started giving out the gifts, one of them asked, are you leaving? <laughs> No, was it uh, was it an excite like a hopeful? Are you are? Are you leaving? (laughs) No, it was like a thinking. I got another job. Dang! Like, are you leaving? You gave everyone cards, like envelopes. Right. Two of them were empty. (laughs) Those people were fired. (laughs) If you got the empty card, you're fired. (laughs) Please walk out, and you got to talk to the camera before you. Yeah. 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 You did not receive. Really thought I was going to make it this time. You know, I I I did (laughs) well in the challenge for you. 
Oh, yeah. Joey watched an episode of The Challenge recently. How was that? Pretty dumb. <laughs> okay. Also, was it the... No, that wasn't the finale. I don't know. That show confuses me, but my brother... It's like Road Rules versus Real World now. Do you know about this show? Road Rules Real World Challenge. So I watch, do you know about any of these shows? I, I watch Road Rules versus Real World all the time. So the challenge is a bunch of people that have been on any of those shows in the past. Right. And maybe some of them don't have to be on those shows. I don't know. Unclear. But they do competitions and they Yes, get but off. every week is different. And oh. every and there's always these twists and turns. My brother watches it and now my mom also watches it and she says that she watches it because they like to watch it together. Well, but she, she is in it. And so is my dad, I found out, because he kept talking about all the characters by name. And I was like, I don't know. I just saw, like, I've seen a couple random episodes when I've been home. But every time I see it, it's a it feels stupid. completely, no, it's just completely different. I, like, oh. never understand what's happening. I mean, yes, it's it's stupid. There's a lot of, like, drama. And I a lot of it is weird. When I was younger. Yeah. But then once I got to the same age as the people on the show, I was like, this is idiotic. Yeah. Well, some of them are... I mean, sounds like I should be winning this money. (laughs) Fills out application. Oh, also, yeah, they win like a million dollars. Like it's crazy. All right, we're going. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think we might have all. I don't know. We missed our time. I need to go on a show where like last place still makes a thou or something. Like that sounds good. Give me a little. I have to know some stuff. That's true. But maybe. I was watching a Jeopardy where the last place guy had two hundred dollars, and like he answered a question right at the end to get into positive. Nice. And his uh, his final Jeopardy answer, he didn't know, so he was just like, "Who is like my hot wife, Sarah, or something like that." Good Very stuff. cute. Next episode, I'm ready. It is called Bus Tour. Go. I guess they're gonna be on a bus going around Pawnee. Uh, what's it called when you go to people's house canvassing? Maybe mm-hmm. doing that. Maybe that's the tour. Um, oh man, that would suck. Tom and Anne are not getting back together. I can feel it. It is over. And I'm much like that. your recap. What if over. they just literally drove one house down and then got out of the bus and went up to the door <laughs> and then got back in and drove to the next house over and over? Or conversely, what if they just toured a bus? Just went in a bus and took a tour of it? Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope for that. That sounds riveting. Mm hmm. And if you thought this episode was riveting, go ahead and give it uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on Spotify. You do you. Or wherever you listen. Wherever you listen. I know some of them you can't rate, though, which is weird. Like Google Play, I don't think you can rate. Well, then do what you can do, you know? Yeah, Stitcher, you can rate. Share our episodes with your friends and stuff. Your friends and stuff. Yeah. Parks and Rec. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.